Welcome to Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tex Max, and with me today is Coach. Today we do the regular, the ramble, the talk, the nothing important happening, all on this week's episode of Guys Being Dudes Radio. Welcome to the podcast, Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tex Max, here with Coach. Yo. Been a minute, but uh, I a uh, couple, couple quick little updates before we get into the meat of it, which, for those interested, uh, i going to talk about Obi-Wan, how it's the best Star Wars property ever, and um, <laughs> Stranger Things uh, Season 4, just in general. I think we're both caught up on obi-wan and and all fully on stranger things but oh man what a what a time you have any uh any non-star wars non-stranger things uh yeah just count down the days for the school year to end (laughs) you know i've been saying this to a lot of people it's like teaching's always been a job i really enjoyed you know obviously every job has their shit moments and it gets tiring at times, but I've never been one to like count down the days. You're always excited for summer vacation, yeah. But I've never like counted down the days. I'm ready to get out of here. Ugh, ugh, ugh. And this is the, I'm I'm counting down the goddamn days. Holy <laughs> hell! I, I was thinking about it today. I'm trying to like trying to reach these kids. <laughs> of like, it's just the you know part of it's COVID. Like, I get some of that. Your part of it's like, all right, enough of that excuse. Like, let's fucking grow up. Yeah. You're juniors in high school here and you literally don't have a notebook. (laughs) And then somehow you blame me for your lack of notes and lack of knowledge. And I'm trying to think of like an analogy. I think the one I came up with, it's like, I might use it later. I mean, I only have legitimately have one day of class with this one class. Um, but it's like, you know, they play sports and I just want to be like, let's say you showed up about half the time to practice and the times that you did show up to practice, you forgot your lacrosse stick. And then you go to play a game, you lose and you blame your coach for bad coaching. Because <laughs> like, that's basically what they're doing to me this year. It's it's infuriating, and I, like part of it's like okay, I'm an adult, I'm a teacher, I need to deal with teenagers blaming me for that kind of shit. They don't know anything. They've literally never left this town. If they think they know how the world works, but man, it just it it just gets on your nerves to just. I mean, you're around negative people, like it's just <laughs> like people that only ever bring problems to you, and then just complain and complain and complain. It's just so draining. You've described my job. Yes. I mean, I assume <laughs> that's what Congress is every single day. Um, yeah, I mean, I listen, uh, to, to any adolescent listeners out there, uh, nobody knows how the world works. Uh, you'll be lucky if you understand, like, a few things about how the world works. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> your niche, uh, write it. <laughs> um, no, I, I get that. I mean, it's like a... What was it? I, I was listening to a very, um, I'm a big fan of some more news. It's these comedians uh, from Cracked, 
formerly, and uh, they they ran like a news uh, comedy thing on Cracked. Cracked fell apart. I think it's back together now, but most of the writers were were completely kicked off. They went off on their own. Anyway, they were doing the thing on on work, and um, they something they had mentioned. I haven't dived that deep into, but even in like the feudal era with like peasants and peasant farming and stuff like there, there was a threshold, right? Like of, of growing enough and then like taking a break, like, like there's just a, uh, thinking about, you know, there's no job you're going to like every second of every day of every job, right? Uh, of every... It doesn't exist. I, I love coaching more than anything. And there are times I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> I just want to go home and watch them, right? Um, <laughs> no, it, it is what it is, man. I and especially I feel like the nature of the American education system, it is like go, 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 and then like take th- take this extended break, and then like we come back and we're like, okay, we got to go, go, go because we have all these breaks. Um, yeah, it really should like. This should be spread out more. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We have three bones. No, no one's a farmer anymore. <laughs> like, there's—is there really a reason? Like, I—I'm I, sure adolescent uh, version of me would be upset at this comment. But like, is there really a reason school doesn't run year round? Other than like, other than it would—it would completely burn out teachers. But only because I think the way it runs now, it's like so much pressure on <laughs> on the staff to like like that that the the only release is that 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 summer break that spring break that thanksgiving break right um yeah i know i know a lot of schools have and i think norway does this and they're the best um where it's like yeah okay there's still a lot of breaks but it's it's one week every two months or something like that so you still get the kids a break yeah you still get that you know they're still teenagers they need longer breaks than adults do oh no for sure well that um, but it's it doesn't. There's not that three month freaking nothing <laughs> between school years. It's like you think about it. Think about it in terms of sports again. If you just took three months off between May and August, you come back to you do your welcome back 10k. What happens? <laughs> like you, you shit the bed. It's it's. I think the 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 advantage that any any alternative solution would have to to work for or, or work to find out or find a, a different uh, outlet for this is that that summer break does technically give students from, you know, college all the way down to, you know, pre-K or whatever breaks to like do other non-school things like, like, like more explore eventually uh, when you're, when you're older, like work options with internships or, you know, uh, dive deeper into sports for some people um that you wouldn't be afforded if you were doing like regular school that being said i i know a bunch of people in college who do just keep doing college over the summer i did like i was like i just want this done <laughs> yeah i took some classes and shit yeah huh, i just i can hell at the moon all day about this shit i'm just this school year has just been absolute hell <laughs> and like you know what Again, coming back to them and, you know, just taking things too personally from teenagers that don't know anything. But when it's happening to you every day, it's it just yeah. gets, you know, it eats at you after a while. But, like, one of the, one of the kids, and they all know I'm leaving. Now. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, and they know it's technically an inner city Boston school. It is BPS. Yeah. I'm like, well, if you don't have any patience for us, those kids are going to be like this. I'm like, well, for one, you don't know anything about this school, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm a patient person, and I don't have – I'm not out of patience with them. And, you know, you always think of these things of what you could have said in, a, in that situation better after you're in it. Yeah. But it's like, I guess I'm not impatient with you. You have no patience for anything that involves being a student. And anytime I ask you to do it, you get mad at me, which in turn makes me frustrated. But when have I ever been impatient and not helped you with something? That's the big thing. I know you don't help us. We ask you questions. I'm like, no, you don't. You ask me to do your work for you, <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. Um, but, I mean, so much of it is, again, you know, they, they spent two years of school yeah. being able to shut their microphones off, watch Netflix on their phone. And call that school, and they didn't have to learn anything for the last two years, and now they don't know. Their brains literally don't know how to function <laughs> in that reality of what life actually is. <laughs> but I think largely we'll be fine. We're, I think we're we're trending in the right way. Usually, I am. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to see it through, but I am worried about this current class like these next two years i think i think are these kids going to actually be able to figure it out yeah i think i think that the american education system's inability or america in general's inability to adapt like like i get covid covid threw off like three four hell six months of like figuring shit out but like a full two years of just complete disaster in like uh, it, it affects us it'll affect us less us professional out of school like adults less air quotes less um but i think especially hitting anybody i would say the first two years of college down uh education wise to like maybe sixth grade or so middle school i could see this really screwing up like develop like a lot of skills just just d derailing them yeah, and I mean we're we are seeing it. Just we we the the we were so so slow to adapt to to just any kind of change in 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 any part of the system that like yeah I, I'm sure it's going to be rough. I mean, what these? I think the the college students will be largely fine. We'll see. I I don't I I think what's what's more of an issue being a, a college student in America over the last. I don't know, 10 years, 20 years is like the job market. <laughs> um, who knows how it'll affect these high schoolers going into college or, or as they approach college. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I, again, I'm sure they'll figure it out. And a lot of these kids are, they're going to stay in this town forever because that's what half the people in that town do. And it's really fucking depressing, honestly. Yeah. It's, so I keep coming back to it. I keep telling myself, it's like, this is just a small town coach. Yeah. Like just the, they're people of the land, you know, real, morons. Real morons. Salt of the earth. Yeah. They're real salt of the earth people. And, you know, then you, you think there's quite a few people that, you know, they grow up on them. They go to college. They come back and they teach back, and, and they never leave. They never experience the world because they left on them to go to school probably twenty minutes away. Yeah. 
or they, you know, they're the blue collar people. Not that I have an issue with blue collar working. I personally did it and enjoyed it, but like, if you never leave your hometown, you never experience anything different, and therefore you never learn anything different. And since you figured out your hometown, you think that's the way the entire world works. And I think that's one of the most important aspects of college, honestly. It's not so much to go learn and get your degree. It's to go be around people that are slightly different than you and learn from that and learn how to deal with that and adapt to that. But if you never actually do that, then you stay ignorant and your brain never grows. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a um, echo chamber kind of deal. I. Yeah. It's very um, almost elitist to say, but there were times when we were driving like in college from one place to another in, you know, central Pennsylvania Uh and you see these like cozy little towns and my family's from a a small town in Texas. And I remember just saying out loud to, to a car one day on a, on a, to a regatta or whatever, like that's a cool town like cool cozy little town whatever i'm sure it'd be a neat little thing there's a neat thing there or whatever but what's really depressing when you go back like past these town to town or whatever is to think me personally thinking to people in the small town texas but uh think that like someone is going to spend their entire life there never leave and just that alone that that we live in such a, you know, the the world is at your fingertips with the internet, but also like that people have the inability for whatever reason, socioeconomic, whatever, to just leave their small town. Like they just assume like, that's it. That's the world. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Elit- you're right. It is kind of elitist to think that. But as someone that has been able to leave my hometown and again, I don't plan on really leaving New England and I definitely have some echo chamber. Everyone has their I own echo chamber. In America, like, I mean, that's, <laughs> the, the bubble's as big as you want to make it, but it's really it is it, it as someone in the middle of a bubble. It is sad to see people in smaller bubbles. Although, I mean, like, that's that's the thing. It, 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 it's. I think what's sad is that that we're we're kind of honing in on people who think they don't have the opportunity to leave or people who don't have the opportunity to leave, right? Or aren't even aware that it's an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's what's more depressing to me. It's like technically everyone has the opportunity. Now some people have better, easier opportunities. Right, right, right. But a lot of people in those small towns don't ever realize that there is a world outside of it. You could be doing something else because yeah. you've just been told your entire life this is what life is. Yeah. I mean it, it, it's it's a um it's a it's a balance like I there's nothing like wrong. There's nothing morally wrong. There's nothing like even socially or, or, or bad or, or like with I, you know, I am a fisherman. My dad was a fisherman. I live in this town, this lake town, and that's like all I'm going to do. Like that's fine, especially if like that is your calling and stuff. But it's just like given how connected America let's just stay in America, how connected America is or even like the eastern seaboard or you know, you've got a massive state like California or a massive state like Texas where there's all this stuff right there. It, it is sad when you, it is sad to me when I, I meet or come across people where it's like, 
you know, they never really found their their place, but it's just kind of assumed that like I am I am stuck here. This is where I'll be. Like, <laughs> yeah. because of how prosperous America is, you know, that's that's what I mean. Like the the opportunity is there, like you said, for everybody. Um, it's that like I guess people get trapped in these like social ideas it's the it's the dude who never pe who who peaked in high school right it's that that yep. that guy that, that's uh, a great way of putting it yeah that i'm thinking of it's like cool you know you were the 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 star of your high school and you you know didn't make it on your college team or whatever there's still the whole world right like there's still there's still more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's more to more to life than high school football. Yeah, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in Texas. No, you're right. That's that's it. <laughs> that's it. Well, I mean, it, it, that that leads into more social issues. Like you look at the just, take that NRA <laughs> video from Channel Five. Yeah, it's just you know, it's like those echo, just echo chamber, echo chamber, and you never. Oh, I grew up with guns, and therefore it's fine. <laughs> it's like, but you're missing the point. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's that it, it's um, you you don't you can't even understand a world where something doesn't exist, right? Like, um, guns is like the NRA thing. Uh, without wading into that issue too much, um, the like it, there are people who that like that's it. That's that's America. That is that is my my hometown. That is whatever. But like, there's a whole world out there, and there's plenty of places where there aren't, aren't guns or aren't guns as readily available and like that yeah, you know what state has the lowest gun rate hawaii <laughs> there's like no shootings there who would have thought um it's like it, it is hard i think for for you know anybody to see past their you know own world not even just worldview like their own we're, we're talking yeah. about bubbles their own bubble and this is a, a fun <laughs> non-Obi. I, we just don't want to talk about Obi Wan, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I see what you're saying. It, it's like people, people getting stuck, and uh... just like, it just, just go learn. And the other thing is like, you don't, you don't know what you don't know until you go learn about it. All I... right, Mister Unknown Unknowns. <laughs> well, I think one example is I'm, I'm about to go to an inner city school where there's a lot more black people and a lot more hispanic people and i don't truly and will never truly understand systematic racism but i still have to learn about it yeah (laughs) well it's not even just like the 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 have to it's human beings social creatures the people we are around you know rub off on us for better or worse and like that that that's how it is i mean that's the um is it the alchemist is a book um which i i'm sure there are you know many theses about uh what it's about and whatever but one of the key takeaways i took from it is like everybody you learn from everybody like that's the thing like everything is a learning experience um i mean that's that's the cornerstone of a lot of different philosophers learn from everybody (laughs) and oftentimes that's learn what not to do yeah, it's it's just it's it's the it's the whole mile in another person's shoes kind of thing, right? Yeah. You can't you can't understand 
you you're i will never fully understand like your perspective of the world right and it's the the color red might look different to you than it does to me oh it definitely does you're colorblind let's go to kinsey no um, <laughs> but what i mean is like if your red was my blue there is literally no way in our lifetimes or probably even future lifetimes for uh, quite a while of me being able to fully ever understand short of us like saving your brain on a computer and then me being able to play your brain through my like some wild shit like that yeah i i will not ever fully understand your worldview or, or your not even view like view in political sense literally what you're seeing like what you're taking in yeah which affects everything too yeah right <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, like why be closed off right why why not try, try to learn try to learn anyway obi-wan oh um so uh bear said he was gonna kill himself if this show wasn't any good he he needs to get the he needs to get the gun ready who bear Um. (laughs) and he he was he was saying yeah he's like he was looking forward to the show and he's gonna be really pissed off if it's not good dude everybody was looking for i don't know anybody doesn't matter how you felt about any other star wars thing every remotely star wars anybody who's a star wars fan that i interacted with about like the new media was kind of excited for this even if they hated everything else they're like well at least we're getting an obi-wan show yeah that's what i mean that's literally me it's like and especially since you know they're bringing back ewan mcgregor and it could have you know it wasn't a harrison bring back harrison ford thing where harrison ford loathes star wars like Ian McGregor clearly wanted to make this, clearly was excited to make this. Yeah. And his performance is very good in these first three episodes. Yeah. And in typical fucking Disney Star Wars fashion, we've just completely fucking botched it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they're they're going like I somebody in the, the Discord had mentioned this. I think it is um truly it is an exec came in and was like, just do Mandalorian again, right? Like, just put a kid. I need a kid with with uh, Obi-Wan. So it's, a, it's him looking after a kid. And just do it again. Just do... People don't like Book of Boba Fett. Just, just do, you know, just do Mandalorian again. <laughs> yeah, you just... You've... Executives always forget the first rule of making something good. Make it good first. <laughs> like, write yeah. good characters. Write interesting characters. So... Really quick, let's recap what has happened. We're halfway through um, the show, so it's only six episodes. I think so. So Obi Wan, I was hoping for like five more, just so it could maybe turn itself around. <laughs> no, Obi Wan, uh, episode one. He's, um, it's 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 okay. Spoilers. It's about him and Princess Leia, which um, is just annoying. Why? Why? But, no one wanted that. No one asked for it. Not a soul. So, especially child Leia. <laughs> yeah, it's Morbin time. Um, <laughs> so the thing is, it's it's Obi Wan is is it's been ten years since Episode Three. He's been just a, a hermit in a cave, checking in on um, Luke once a blue moon. Here, here's one of the things I don't like. I, I understand that like the Jedi didn't actually up and disappear. Like, I feel like every media since, oh God, since maybe 
episode three has made more and more and more Jedi survive, like <laughs> Order uh, 66 or whatever. Yeah. Um, to the point where it's like, the, I, there's Jedi everywhere. How are people like, I don't, I've never heard of the Jedi. Like, They're it, mythical. It, they don't exist. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm fine with the, you know, folding your brain. So, uh, uh, so Obi-Wan, you know, ages... 40 years in the span of 16 or whatever but like uh, it's just it, it they they had hyped it up as like or, or the original continuity is that there's this like weird mystic order it's nearly dead there's a handful and the galaxy is a big place sure there's gonna be more than just yoda and, and obi-wan right floating around but if were they they're having like sith inquisitors well i guess they're not sith inquisitors they're just inquisitors um showing up on tattooing with fucking lightsabers and uh force killing people yeah and and not just there it like every planet and it's like shit like this is happening and you're you're that general in episode four who's making fun of the force in front of darth vader like who in what world right like <laughs> Your old old dead religion or whatever the fuck his comment is, where it's like, sure, that makes sense if like nobody knows what the force is, but every like what what bugs me, what absolutely bugs me the most is that like how this just pulls more and more away from like the rule of two. (laughs) Yep. Um, for those who don't know, rule of two is like this nonsense Star Wars thing, but it's like there's only really two Sith at a time. Because uh, they're all pa- like for whatever reason. Generally, it's like they're so power hungry. Generally, you have the master and the one who wants to take power from the master eventually, and then he'll have an apprentice, and they'll because they'll kill his master and they'll just repeat. And it's like poetry. It's like poetry. It repeats. And like in old continuity, uh, post episode six, they were like the one of the ruling sith was like this is fucking stupid there needs to be more than two of us and uh changed it in the same way that like luke in that old continuity changed the way the jedi operated but um towards something more reasonable but anyway like what bugs me is like i know that the inquisitors are a big part of rebels and um, they went they've gone so clone wars heavy and shit (laughs) rebels heavy and for someone that hasn't watched that stuff, so yeah. none of this means anything to me. I just okay. don't care. But, so, to to go back, like, yeah, it, it's wild to me that like they're they're just so willing to throw lightsabers and force crap everywhere. Um, when like the was there there was technically the dark saber showed up at the end of the Mandalorian, but like other than that, like Mandalorian season one was like almost completely like jedi less other than grogu right like yep and it was just a neat little space western i don't expect obi-wan to be a neat little space western i didn't want it to be i wanted it to be an obi-wan show yeah and it's, <laughs> it's uh so leia gets kidnapped by uh red hot chili peppers and um it turns out she's being kidnapped by a greedy inquisitor who wants to replace the grand inquisitor there's some weird continuity thing there where unless there's two grand inquisitors, the grand inquisitor she killed is 
in is like the main antagonist in Rebels, but it doesn't make sense because Rebels is after this. I, I don't know. I don't like you said. None you of that should matter. None of that should matter. None of that should ever matter. So, like, then Leia gets kidnapped. Um, the president from West Wing comes to tell Obi-Wan, hey, go find Leia. You're the only person I trust, blah, blah, blah. Eventually he does it. He goes and unburies his lightsaber after he sees another Jedi got fucking hung at Tatooine. And, like, and then he's very cavalier about just letting his lightsaber kind of hang out. <laughs> yeah, even though I, I did... So something... Everything about Obi-Wan, for the most part, I appreciated. The things I don't like is him interacting with uh, Leia. Him... Like, I, I really like that they're they're having him use a blaster a lot. I... Yeah, like, all of that makes sense. He should I, be... I he's like trying that. to hide himself. Well, no, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, you know... And he, he has to do what the common person does. He's also not confident in using, like, the force of the lightsaber anymore. I, but also, that bothers me. So, I, what, what bothers me is how often we've gotten the, like, disconnected from the force master. Sure. I... I... I he, he's supposed to be... Yeah. No, for sure. He, he's supposed to be coming, like... What, what I'm trying to look for... He, He's not supposed to be, you know, the lightsaber duels that he is in Clone Wars. Yeah. And, like, he, when he goes toe-to-toe with Vader, he should be getting his ass kicked. All of that's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's supposed to be coming more one with the Force. Like, that's the whole point of his yeah. banishment is that he's switching the way that he thinks about the Force. Yeah. Now, it's like, I guess we can say, okay, well, he's only 10 years in. He's still got another 10 years of meditating in a desert to do that. Well, Luke Luke wasn't 20. How old's Luke in episode 4? I think he's like 18 or 16. All right, so he's, he's only got another 8 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... it's just so, so – he should be wiser, I For guess is what world. I'm trying to get. Because, like, he he's – He's supposed to be the wisest Jedi, like even beyond Yoda to a point. I well, before we get into what the show should have been. So <laughs> it's not over yet, first of all. There's three episodes. What if they completely turn it around? They um, could. Maybe they could. Maybe we're maybe we're gonna look like at a bunch of assholes soon. So so yeah. So Leia gets kidnapped, he eventually goes, that's the end of episode one. Episode two, it's he finds So her... let me let's say this. Episode one Gave you a little hope. There's some stuff I liked. Yeah. When uh, when Needle and I finished it, we were like, "Man, that uh, the Inquisitor girl, the the yeah. main the main one, I guess." Yeah, the, yeah, the third sister. Third That's sister. Her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her performance was just bad. <laughs> She's very wooden. It's like not good. And now, doesn't mean she deserves death threat and racist things online, but. Yeah. Her performance is just bad. It's just, I don't know how she got through casting. So I was like, that wasn't good. We didn't like that. But overall, we're like, okay, I, I, I don't mind where this is going. Then I, episode two. I think, here's the thing. Her, her, she obviously sticks out. Almost everything in this script, I feel like if you read this script, like, 
it didn't it nobody came through and was like this is this is episode this is prequel level of writing like who wrote this shit yeah <laughs> um i think ewan can deliver all this he's a very good actor he's gonna nail it he's, he's nailing all of it like that's not he's not the issue like she's not great i like kumail nanjiani i think that's his name he's okay i thought what's... they were gonna bring him on as like a more consistent comic relief or something and that... what's yeah what's the point of his character <laughs> yeah like, so i guess it was honestly it was if he's not coming back yeah he was honestly just he's famous enough that that was distracting yeah so it's, it's stunt casting but um so they can put him in you know trailer clips and shit so yeah so that's the first episode second episode he he gets her back from Red Hot Chili Peppers and is on on a, a crime planet, let's just call it, um, and running away from the Inquisitors with her. They escape just barely, and he learns that Anakin is alive as Darth Vader uh, for the first time, question mark. Which blows uh, my mind, because again, he should be so connected to the Force that he knows this. Yeah. Um... So, then the third episode, which is where we are now, they completely... Okay, so they <laughs> they land on the... They're at a random planet. We get, like, long them getting back. The Inquisitors are, are hunting them. The Inquisitors find them. We get some, like... So, I, I've also enjoyed, like, the... The Darth Vader. What blows my mind is they can, they're can they having Darth Vader be so goddamn brutal, but then somebody was still like, but put a kid in there. It needs to be a kid, kid-friendly kid show. Like, <laughs> Vader's just yanking people out of their fucking houses and, like, choking them to death. Um, all to bait Obi-Wan out, it seems, and, like... And then it doesn't work, but then it does still. Like, okay, is Obi-Wan gonna just let everyone die, or is he not? Yeah. This half-ass shit's not working. <laughs> Well, because he's like, he's like, go on without me to the smuggling group, but then... And he wouldn't, they... he would have never left Leia. That's what, it's so out of character for him to do it there. So, I, so okay, so then we, he confronts, or Darth Vader confronts him, and, uh, so, okay. And that I, whole sequence was great. I will give them that much. Yeah, it was, it was enjoyable for what it was. It, looking at Star Wars in the greater continuity, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker in the greater continuity, it is disappointing that they, ha- that they had any kind of confrontation because, well, one, it doesn't make sense. Vader didn't just fucking kill him Two, um, or let him get away period Two, like it, every time they interact is going to detract in greater continuity from their final meeting on the Death Star, right? Yeah. That whole sequence, I appreciate it for what it is. It, it's one of the better parts of the show. That being said, I was like, why? I, I understand that they, they want Vader to be a part of this. I don't think he had to be. I, I really like, talk, let's talk about what the show, I think the show should have been. Just fucking an old man in the desert. <laughs> yep. Um, and like do time skips or if you have multiple seasons planned, there's plenty of Clone Wars fodder, right? They can have the when Darth Maul fucking show spoilers when Darth Maul. So yeah, up. I thought they were gonna go with the Darth Maul shit because for yeah. one, they've already teased them. Yeah, 
So I assume they're going to go with the Darth Maul storyline, and then in the final episode's going to be the confrontation in the desert, and like just live action that. Yeah. People would have fucking went nuts for it because most people don't know about it. You also like, here's here's the thing: you didn't have to do all at this time. They could have done episode. Let's just say six episodes. I'm spitballing here. Episode one, we get the same kind of thing of hey, he's just got his shitty routine. Maybe you don't have inquisitors. Maybe you do have inquisitors, and he just watches somebody get killed or something, and he feels guilty, and he's still disconnected from the force. Whatever. Episode two, fucking full flashback episode to some Clone War shit where he's you know fighting Darth Maul or the woman he loves in Clone Wars dies. Um, people who don't watch Clone Wars. There's mixed feelings on it. Obi-Wan was kind of in love with a woman and she ends up dying and he chooses to continue to be a Jedi instead of, you know, pursuing her. I think that's a good mirror to Anakin's story. But you have one or two episodes back in that flashback. You come back to the, the modern times. He's kind of conflicted about watching this person die. You have a, a Qui-Gon fucking episode either in the past or speaking to his force ghost and then you have some like darth maul or i don't know whatever that evil syndicate is send some lightsaber adjacent whatever they're called vibro blades uh assassins out to kill him or just go full darth maul and have like the end be if you're just doing one season just have the end be him like fully back in touch with the force fully just ready to to like embrace luke when luke turns 18 or of age or whatever the hell and it like have that be his progression from clone wars to a new hope like your bridge what it is now i, I don't know what it is like what, where does this end we have three episodes is he gonna fight vader again like i feel like they're setting him up to fight vader again which is just dumb because <laughs> if he fights him and beats him then it's like okay the fuck like why even <laughs> yeah you know that would really bother me he, and i just would... so what i really don't appreciate you know vader shit aside continuity aside it's just like did it need to be you know chasing leia around like the the chase <laughs> scenes are embarrassingly bad yeah that was really funny it's episode one well um... there's multiple episodes where they can't catch a 10 year old dude um Jay Boner and I are watching it, and we're watching pretty much everything else instead of it, and we watch it last. And I think before we watched the episode, finally caught up and watched the episode a day or two ago, she was like, let's just fucking do it. Like, I don't want to be have to watch them all at once. Let's just... Spreading <laughs> <laughs> it. And, like, she, she's a huge Ewan, Ewan McGregor stan, so she's furious. Like... Yeah, I'm... Um... Yeah, overall, I'm just not happy. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll we'll probably talk about it a, a couple more times, and then we'll see where it ends. But overall, trending for <laughs> zero out of two. Like, yeah, it is. I'm not willing to say that yet because there are parts that are good. Again, Ewan McGregor is still phenomenal. It, it's a question of would you would you want to rewatch it? Right, like as of right now, I don't. Yeah, that pushes it down to zero out of two. Like, yeah. One being like, I don't have any regrets, kind of like zero being like, I don't want to, I don't, I, I, I would be offended if I paid money for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I'm trying to, and it's unfortunately, it is hard to, it's not one aspect of it. 
and uh, Mr. Police Officer was getting mad at us for critiquing it because he can't handle anything being critiqued to Star Wars because he is a huge stand <laughs> for it. He's watched it all. Um, yeah, but it's just like, well, why do you critique things instead of just enjoying them? Because I can't watch this and enjoy it because it's not good. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't enjoy things that I don't like. Yeah, something can be bad or not to my sensibilities. Uh, I honestly, we'll see where it goes, but like, I think Book of Boba Fett might have more value at this point. Uh, uh, which, disappointing as well. Um, right, yeah, okay, take Book of Boba Fett. Well, the Scooter Gang was as out of place as those chase scenes were. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. Like, it's just, who is, who's watching this stuff and letting it get past editing? Who... <laughs> Who are they letting get away with this? <laughs> Do you want about Stranger Things at all? We got like a little bit. Of time. <sighs> I don't know. 18 minutes. Can we talk about how great Stranger Things is in 18 minutes? So let's take the exact opposite. <laughs> a show that is very well run and yeah. very well acted and very well directed. Um. So yeah, season four. Now, it's only half a season, so I'm not willing to say it's better than season one yet. There's only two episodes. I'm... What? They're, they're only doing two episodes on, like, July 1st or whatever. Really? It's oh. weird. It's super fucking weird. It's, like, two or three episodes, and then season five is the final season, and that's, like, next year or whatever. Weird. Either yeah. way, most of season four is out now, yeah. I guess. And I think it might be better than season one. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't. I love. Uh, is it Dan Harbor? DK Harbor? It's Dan. Go really him. He's always right. Been, yeah. He's always been my favorite part of the show. That being said, completely isolating him in in Russia uh, has. It feels like he's in a different show all together. And I know like that's kind of the point, but like his acting, he's taking like a more he's taking like a much more serious like thespian route and it's a much more serious situation. But like it just feels so jarring. Like his it, it doesn't feel like he's acting the same character. I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah, and plus the fact it's it's a very like you said it's a very different tone and it's a very different show. Like even season one, where it's essentially three different movies playing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's still the same story. Yeah, and it, it all like even though there's like there's there's minor it's tonal differences, not yeah, yeah. full shifts. And this is you're right. It, I didn't think about it like that, but it, well, because he's very different. He's a very like actor's actor, and like putting him alone like that. And I don't know how he's being directed, but like, there's a there's a whole monologue he gives, which is like, it's all very good. It's good. It's just so out of place for Stranger Things, and it feels like it belongs in something. It feels like it belongs on a stage, like because he's he's like I think he's like a thespian, like a play guy, and I it just it I I, I get it. I, I I don't dislike it. It's just jarring because it it doesn't feel like and like a lot has happened to Hopper. Um, the character but it's so it's just it it feels like you know he's 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 on a stage giving like a a a monologue to an audience that it it feels so out of place for the 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 greater 
Stranger Things like uh, tone. But like I, I like him, and like once um once he's back with uh his love interest and like that crazy dude uh who can I can only ever remember from yep. the other guys. Yeah, that's all I gotta <laughs> Christina <laughs> Mr. Christina, um, once he's <laughs> back with my them, house. I'm sure, like, it'll start to balance out a bit better. I, I, they just put him in, in such a, a a different show that it, it, it just feels so jarring. No, I would have almost appreciated if they had pulled all of his shit out of the, the greater show and done, like, a two-episode or one-episode mini or something, like, in between. Yeah, I guess you that know? could have worked, yeah. Well, just because, like, cutting it, I don't think cutting away to his story, like, adds to, like, the, the thing yeah, I... Yeah, especially part of it's, like, it, it is so long, it's like, oh, yeah, we get it, they're gonna escape, like... No, <laughs> like, Joyce, here's the thing, like, Joyce and, uh... uh Murray. Murray. They, they could have left all that their stuff in, and we just don't know. Like, we just don't know what's going on with Hopper. And, like, in this gap... If they had just like two weeks dropped the Hopper episode or whatever, and then another two weeks when everybody's back together and we're back on the normal tone, I it just feels like it should it should be its own little standalone thing, right? Yeah, but people will get pissed because Hopper's a fan favorite character. Yeah, so. yeah, well, I mean, but that's the thing is you just you keep hinting at him, right? Uh, who it, it's also Netflix. Like, who gives a shit? Like, it's it's all coming. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but no. So other than that, like weird thing, I really appreciate all of it. Um. I think it's it's been weird to see Mike and L's actors n- not the, where they shined so much in season one. I think everybody else has gotten better at acting and they've just kind of stayed the same. Yeah. So I will say, I just think I never thought Mike was particularly good, but he played one little bitch in season one pretty well. He's still <laughs> playing the same fucking character. Yeah. Whereas Dustin, Lucas, Max yeah. are all playing, and Will are playing very different characters. Steve, dude. <laughs> it's especially Steve. Jesus. Um, I'm just talking about the children, children. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I still don't think any of the children, children, except I will get to Max in a second, are yeah. particularly great. And, like, Millie Bobby Brown, I'm still iffy on. Like, I think think she's still just trying to play naive L. Yeah. And it's like, you've you've been out long enough. You should understand how the world works a little bit better. But she's still playing it so wooden and innocent. Yeah. That it's like, okay, we need this character to progress a little bit, please. I, um... I called the the Vecna reveal. So did I. Only only in the last episode where I was. That's like, it. Same with me. It was it was a lot. Once they were st- they were showing him so often. Yeah. I'm like, for one, okay, this dude's definitely one. Yeah, yeah. J- Jay Boner called that on the when he started talking to her about one. Talking yeah, about like that was obvious enough. And then, especially when he started going on his killing rampage, you're like, oh, he's Vecna. No, no, no. <laughs> even even before the killing rampage, so I called it at the beginning of the episode because I was like, listen. They're not going to just introduce him and have him not be something. Yeah, and it was just like, I was like, wait a second. That fucking kid, I was like, we, we didn't see either of the children die in the, the first Vecna massacre. Because so I was like, it, it's got to be, back to the first question of the kids, I was like, why did this happen in the 50s and then not again until the 80s? And it's like, maybe somebody was doing experiments there or whatever. And I was like, what if it was just 
fucking like that they 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 focus in on that blonde kid so much in that flashback in episode three and we don't see either of the kids die and they explicitly say oh well the blonde when he survived he was in a coma for three days but then he died and it's like wait why him and then also we know that from season one the government fakes kid deaths all the time um (laughs) they got they got a whole department dedicated to it but, yeah, the the camera work is a bit obvious, but it is just a Netflix show yeah, made for the common person. No, no, no. So I, I, like I said, I only put it together at the beginning of the last. I, I called the the shot at the beginning of the last episode, but um, so I think that was good. Like I didn't know, like there was nothing to really give it away before, and I think it's it's all well earned. We'll see where they go with the upside down. Uh, I have D and D problems with the show, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what I do really want to talk about, and it deserves. Probably deserves an entire episode of a podcast, but we got 10 minutes. Yeah. Is season four, episode four, yeah. is, I don't think it's even close, honestly, because I just watched with Flyers all three seasons before this, just to get it, you know, back in my mind, and it is the best episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and then, so talking about how the kids haven't really progressed as actors at all, with the exception of, like, Steve... You know, again, the yeah, kid yeah. kids. I, I think I think all the kids have progressed. I'm saying that Mike and L have not as yes. active. The- I I just don't think I don't think Lucas is in particular special. He's fine. He's definitely better. Yeah. I don't. Will hasn't had enough of a character to really have make me have an opinion. Right. Dustin's obviously he's gotten better. Yeah. Um. And then the, I think all the teens have gotten better. I I've never been a fan of Jonathan, the actor, or. The or the character. His character is so bleh. Um, he's just Nancy's little bitch. That's all his character is. I don't. I don't want Nancy and Steve to get back together. I know that. That's. I know. I'm. I'm already bored of that storyline. Um. Yeah, but, but Steve's gonna, been. He's Steve's phenomenal. You wanted to, to hype up Max. Max's actress. Yes. So for one, I have always thought this. In season two, <laughs> she got a little bit of hate. I've never understood it. I'm like, clearly she's good at this. Yeah. Like she's still a kid. But her acting was way better, I thought, in season two than the other four. And then it got better again in season three. And then they basically gave her her own episode of monologue acting. Yeah. And she fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Like, her, in particular, her eulogy to Billy. You know, I, I was tearing up at that one. She crushed it. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then. You know, single-handedly bringing Kate Bush, uh, what, like 800% increase in Spotify streams? <laughs> that song is all over the place right now. Dude, I, I was making jokes about it, and then Jay Boner and I were walking on the wharf, and one of the random restaurants was playing it. Like, <laughs> it's nuts, the effect. But no, I, she, she's amazing. Uh, has absolutely stolen the scene. I... I am excited for the for the just to see how this goes. And like the thing is, enough of them. I like I, I don't think I'll track any of their acting careers really. Her probably like her being in something. Um. So four or two, Joe was saying in some show that she was in. I'll probably go watch it now, just because I think I want to see more of what she can do. Yeah. Show me what you got. Um, <laughs> So, but overall story, I for the season, I it was different than I was expecting. They've clearly they weren't lying. They they went full on horror. 
like because they're they're too young to do this the you know the stand by me storylines yeah they're too old to be do those um but like overall i don't mind like this i don't know if it's necessarily a simpler story but it's a better villain than giant smoke monster you know yeah i mean the first two seasons it was like well, the first season thing? introduced characters. You just got big giant monster only elk and kill. Yeah, yeah. Good enough storyline for me. Yeah, season two. I remember season two it, the least. So I, I imagine that if I was to do a full rewatch, it might be the the weakest season. Oh, it's definitely the weakest season. In fact, Steve's what saves that season because yeah. that's the first season where he becomes the babysitter, and yeah, it's you know him and Dustin for like a whole episode and it's it's fantastic and the chemistry that those two actors have together is great um but the season two is like you know the the gate opening is bigger yeah. and it's growing throughout the city and l's gotta close it but this and that demodogs uh yeah. and uh oh bob uh, sean Aston saved season two as well yeah the runaways uh episode yep uh, the Runaways episode. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. That's the best episode. Uh, <laughs> and also, that episode gets a little bit more hate than it deserves. It just doesn't belong in the show. Yeah. Like, standalone, you don't know anything else about Stranger Things. You're like, what's so wrong with this episode? And then you actually watch it in the context. You're like, that could have been done better. That also, didn't... why is she the only one that has, like, mind trick powers versus everyone else is just moving things powers? Yeah. That, it, it, that didn't have to happen. Also, yeah. like, when you... When you introduce that, like a character with a different type of psychic ability, and then you come to this season, it's like, oh well, they just all do the same thing. Like, why, why, why even introduce this character? Um, well, to be fair, one has a mix of both. Yeah, I guess he does put people into visions. Yeah, sees into their mind. Yeah, um, and then season three is invasion of the body snatchers. With the smoke monster taking over. Yeah, uh, I did. Season three was was very Gonzo, if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, There's a lot of allegories. A lot yeah. of allegories to Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And well, no, I, I just mean like with the the mall that's secretly run by Russians. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Um, you, your uh, Wolverines. Yeah, Wolverines. Season four seems to be. Well, the the whole Vecna thing seems to be Nightmare on Elm Street kind of reference. Yeah, it's very Nightmare on Elm Street. I said that to Flyers when we were watching it. So they literally go into a boiler room. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I think it's it's the neatest storyline since season one. Yeah. Just cause, not neat, cleanest. And I just I appreciate having like a tangible villain again. Yeah. Of uh, this is this guy's the big bad. You got to actually find a way, and they have to be clever about it too. Which I feel like they moved away from. They finally got the kids doing stuff again to being clever about it versus just having L do everything. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's that's kind of like a, a weird thing they've written themselves into, where it's like, well, she just mind blast. She she's the solution to every problem. So like, what do we do? Uh, she's just has a hard time using her powers, or she's not strong enough yet, and like. Or she has to run away and like, like they have to yeah, remove we're just, her. We're building up time until Elle can fix the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah Return yeah. to Superman style. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, it, it's good. I mean, well, uh, listen, I 
short of them having a um, Game of Thrones crash and burn in the next ten episodes, I, whatever. They I don't see that happening. The the what what's Duffer Brothers, right? Yeah, Duffer Brothers. Yeah, clearly, they care about this and they know what they're doing. They I feel like they have a plan. I who knows if it's not going to be a little bit disappointing, but I don't, it's not going to go full Game of Thrones. <laughs> don't go full Game of Thrones. <laughs> like they clearly, yeah. They're clearly good, and let's put it this way. Season two is the worst season. That's still a hard two out of two television. Oh, yeah, it's better than most things. Like, it's better than most of the Star Wars shit we've gotten. It's way it's better. Um, <laughs> I would rather I would rather watch Stranger Things season two over any non-Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Since Disney TakeOver... Stranger Things season two is better than episode eight, nine, Obi Wan, <laughs> Bubba Fett, even Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I, it's it's good show, two out of two show. I mean, we're, we're, like technically, there's two or three episodes left in the season or whatever the the dumb break was. Um, honestly, w- what will ruin this show? before the Duffer Brothers is whatever wild or crazy pay scheme Netflix tries to implement on people to, to save their bottom line. Yep. I could Netflix see... Is, Netflix is really killing themselves. Yeah, which it's like, I feel like this is... Um, this is them finally paying for their sins of greenlighting everything, where there was this literally South Park episode about, like, oh, you want a Netflix show? You're greenlit. Like... <laughs> Whoa, 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 stop writing your idea out. You've given me a sentence. You're green lit. Like, um, like they, they were just throwing money in the hole, right? And they've got they got their stranger things and a few other like standouts, and they should have just started like buckling down then. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm trying to think of all the top Netflix shows. There was that Orange is the New Black was good for two seasons. Um I they, did finish that, but they it, got man, that was hard. with the pandemic and like Tiger King. Like, yeah. Um, um, was the last dance Netflix? Maybe. I don't know. I think it was. Because that was another pandemic. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan documentary would have been popular regardless, but it really went nuts because of the pandemic. Like, literally, everyone could just go watch it. Yeah. Any final so, thoughts on Stranger Things or the Str- podcast? No. I think. Uh, I think we crushed. I think Stranger Things crushing it. I want to hopefully season four ends well. Um, I really hope Obi Wan can pull something out of their butts, but I am not hopeful because Star Wars sucks nowadays. Yeah. The way um, things goes. But yeah, so like going back to Star Wars and you know the Inquisitors chasing people and the little kid running around, kind of reminded me of this game called Stratego. Never heard of it. It's an interesting board game where you got different pieces doing different things. So, you know, you got your Inquisitors that can, they're really powerful. They can do certain things. And then the little girl is wily and spry, but she's not very strong. So you got to put her in certain situations. And then, you know, you've got the old man Kenobi that, you know, clearly he's got potential. We got to figure out what that potential is, though. And then you got Darth Vader just mowing people down, right? So, uh, you know, fun, fun board game. I recommend it. Yeah, I'm sure there's a Star Wars Stratego out there. <laughs> Probably is. 
Have a good I'm gonna, one. I'm going to look that up real quick. <laughs>